It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Listeners, are you fooling yourself? In Garrison Keillor's fictional community of Lake Wobegon, the women are strong, the men are good-looking, and all the children are above average. As it turns out, this depiction of distinction is not limited to Lake Wobegon. One of the most documented findings in psychology is that most of us believe extremely flattering things about ourselves. We generally think that we possess a host of desirable traits and we're free of the most unattractive ones. We tend to see ourselves as being more intelligent, more fair-minded, and even better drivers than others. The fact that we're apt to be a bit delusional isn't always bad. Our belief in our wonderfulness gives us confidence. Even though we are not as good as we think we are, this confidence actually helps us deal with the many ups and downs in our lives and our careers. It also helps us to move from the status quo or business as usual to making that leap into something potentially better but not totally certain. But listeners, here's the catch. While confidence and a fair view of one's capabilities and strengths are essential, overconfidence and an elevated sense of worth can lead to poor decision-making, bad relationships, and ultimate failure in our leadership and in our business. When we focus on proving, justifying, or defending ourselves, we cut ourselves off from opportunities to understand others' perspectives, get more accurate information, and tap into the best solutions. In other words, according to the great coach, Marshall Goldsmith, what got us here, our confidence because of our current level of success can inhibit us from making the changes to get us there, that next level we want to reach. So if you're serious about becoming a strong, effective leader and growing a successful business, lowering your self-esteem and self-confidence serves as a strong ally. Yes, this may seem counterintuitive, but it works. Here's why. First, it motivates us to work harder and prepare more effectively rather than just think, oh, I'll go with the flow. I'll do it by the seat of my pants. Everything will work out. Second, it makes us look at ourselves more realistically, and it also helps us pay attention to how we come across to others. I find that many entrepreneurs and, and leaders, when they first take that, that jump to that next level, um, one of the things that they find they need is more self-awareness and more uh, social intelligence and emotional intelligence. So here's your smart moose tip for the day. Get in the habit of getting feedback. Periodically ask key people in your life how you're doing and how you can improve. Your first inclination when people point out areas for improvement may well be to believe they're wrong, they're confused. Give them the benefit of the doubt. 
be open to the fact that they may, they may well be right and correct and on point, and you may be the one who is confused. The key to success I found in coaching many successful people is to listen, to listen and pay attention to what's going out on out there, to listen and pay attention to people who are giving you feedback. Then second, learn from it. Use it. Use it in your business. Use it in your career. And then take that leap. Take that leap to that next level. Take that leap to get the product out the door. Take that leap to vie for that next promotion because that's what life is about. So listeners, what are your thoughts about the idea that a leader should show less confidence that will result in more leadership success? I would like to hear your thoughts. Contact me at Marcia. M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I would love to hear your ideas. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. 